Hello and welcome. My name is Ray and I am the host of the Energy Medium Podcast, where I share stories and insights I've gained as a clairvoyant medium. In the episode description, you'll find additional resources for topics covered, read more about my clairvoyant encounters in my episode deep dives, and get in touch to send a topic request, ask a question, or share your story. Welcome to the podcast. I hope you enjoy it, and I'm so glad you're here. Welcome back to the Energy Medium Podcast. Hey, you guys, if it's your first time in with me, welcome. Welcome, welcome. If you are one of those really cool people that listens to my episodes every week, good to see you back. Today, we're going to talk about losing contact with our spirit guides and losing connection with our intuition and some of the reasons why that happens and some of the ways we can correct it and get connected again. First, let me just say that it's very normal and common to feel like you've lost connection with your guides or even your spirit team and to feel like you've maybe been left in the dark. It happens to all of us. It happens to everyone, especially along our spiritual journey. There's some reasons why it happens. Again, we'll talk about that in a moment. But just in case you might have stumbled across this episode and you're feeling a little down and out and left in the dark, um, I totally get that. I've been there. In many ways, I'm still there. And I just really want to talk about in this episode, you know, why this happens and how it's can be our fault. And sometimes it's not. Um, Sometimes it's just something that we get to go through. And again, we all get to do it and there's reason for it. And hopefully we can come out better and just more intuitive and more connected on the other side. Usually when we feel like we've lost connection or maybe we can't get contact or connection with our higher self, our spirit guides, maybe even a loved one, you know, someone who's crossed over to the spirit world. A lot of times we are not able to do this because we are fearful or mistrusting. So anytime we're afraid, uh, and we are absolutely afraid, I'm afraid, (laughs) I am terrified of the spirit world. And I have been ever since my, my clairvoyance started to turn on. And even prior to that, so when we're afraid and we uh, we don't really trust what's coming through, maybe it seems like we're being tricked or we think we're being tricked or we think we're being um, lured in by maybe the negative side of the spirit world, we close off our energy systems. So the main ways that the spirit world contacts us and makes contact and even sends messages through is through our subtle body, our subtle energetic body, and through our chakra centers. The main ones being the upper three chakra centers, so your throat chakra, your third eye chakra, and your crown chakra. There is contact that happens with the heart chakra as well. I talked about that in my last episode about how we are able to astral project into the spirit worlds and spirits are able to come into our dream states and even into our 
astral projections through the heart chakra. But the main chakras that the spirits will use, even your higher self and your spirit team to contact you, is going to be your throat chakra, the third eye through clairvoyance, and then your crown chakra, which basically opens you up to the higher, higher levels of your auric field that are in contact with the spirit realm, angels, ascended masters, things like that. When we're afraid, we close these down immediately. And we even put up energetic barriers to protect ourselves. Uh, A lot of us myself included for a very long time, we walk around the physical world protected and closed down pretty much the majority of the time. Um, you know, not just because maybe we're afraid of the spirit realm or something like that, but because we lose trust in each other. Um, we lose trust in ourselves. We get traumatized. We have bad experiences. So again, when our energy systems are closed and protected, we've put some energetic walls up. We are not able to maintain or even make contact with the spirit realm. It's not that they aren't there or they've forgotten about us or that they don't care about us anymore. It's literally the energetic state that we've put ourselves in. Another way to put this and another thing that I've seen happen with myself and with other people is like, have you ever had a friend who comes to you with a problem or maybe a, you know, a really bad situation that they're dealing with and they are just so caught up in that situation and caught in their head and perhaps even caught in a cycle of some sorts. And it doesn't really matter what you say or what you do, what you tell them, or even how you try to console them. Nothing seems to help them because they're so caught in this emotional state That's also another reason why we might feel we're not able to make contact with our guides is because perhaps they are making contact with us and maybe they are giving us messages and guidance, but we're so stuck in a cycle or we're so stuck in a negative thought pattern that we, it just goes through, you know, one ear and out the other for lack of a better way of putting it. So I've definitely been on both of these sides of the coin. I have been afraid and closed down and closed down my energy systems without really knowing what I was doing and therefore blocked contact with my guides. And I have also been, you know, stuck in a negative loop or a negative thought pattern. And it didn't matter what messages or synchronicities or guidance or whatever it is that came through. I just was like, you know what? F this, this is the state I'm in and this is the state I'm going to be in, you know, and blocked it that way. And so if you find yourself afraid or if you, if you think that this, I get this a lot with questions that come through some people in the podcast and even some of my clients is like, how do I know, how do I know for certain that I'm not being tricked or deceived by an evil spirit or something like that within the spirit world that, and I think, you know, I'm trying to make contact with my loved one or my guides, but actually it's this negative entity that's going to lure me in and trick me. The way to address this is very simple. Um, 
It's very simple to to address. It is not simple to learn to trust and accept and open up. That is something that takes a lot of practice. Um, your guides aren't ever going to like convince you that they're the good guys. They're not going to convince you that you can trust them. They're not going to convince you of anything. It's really you that has to do the convincing on your end. And it's going to be you who gets to decide whether you're going to trust or not. And trust me, I know this because that was me. It was me for a very long time. And so whenever I would open up conversation with my guides, before I even opened that door per se, what I would say out loud or sometimes just to myself is, I only allow the guides and the spirits of the highest intent for my highest good to enter the room or to assist me with healing or to give me guidance, whatever it was I was working on at the time. And I even still do this to this day. Now, you really only have to do that one time. You really only have to say one time, you know, my intent is to do this for good. My intent is to connect to the highest ascended spirits to assist me with my fill in the blank, whatever it is. You don't have to do that every time, although it's good practice. And there are some teachers out there who will tell you no matter what, every time, you know, set your sacred space, set your intention and put up your protective boundary. That's not a bad thing. That's, that's a really good thing to do. However, what I'm saying is you don't have to do that every time. I mean, if you have the intention and you just know you have that intention of connecting with good spirits, of doing good work, of connecting to good energy, healing energy, compassionate energy, you're good. That's really all you need. All you need is that intention. You don't always need to put up a a protective barrier and call in on your angels and say, look, I'm uncertain here. Can, can everyone, you know, can my angels come and protect me? I've done it. And if you feel the need to do that, you absolutely can, but you don't have to do that every time. And the more you just kind of, again, train yourself to trust your guides, to trust your intuition, to just say, you know what? My intentions are clear here. This is what I'm going to connect to. Um, The easier and more natural it will become making contact with the spirit or your spirit team or even angels, ascended masters, anything of that nature. So that is my tip of advice there. If you are one of those people who are perhaps caught in a negative thought pattern and that's your block, you're in a, a cycle of trauma or even despair, fear, self-loathing, self-hate, you have to be the one, or maybe you've got someone in your life who's strong enough to just sit you down and tell you that you are doing this to yourself. You're caught in some sort of a cycle and it's up to you if you want to break free of that cycle or not. Um, I've been there too. And I have a lot of, again, I don't want to sound discompassionate or like I don't care or like there's no help for you. There absolutely is. But that strength is going to have to come from you. No one will come save you from your inner turmoil. Um, 
there will be people who can point you in the right direction. And we all seem to have someone in our life who's stronger than we are at the moment, right? For the time being, who can pull us through. So do be aware that negative patterns, negative thought loops, and just, you know, telling yourself horrible things day in and day out as um, a means to punish yourself or protect yourself or block the light from coming in, um, that is very real as well. That's more real than a negative or demonic spirit trying to trick you. Um, we are our worst enemy. We are our worst threat. And once we take ownership of that and make a decision to live another way, that is really the self-healing power that comes through on that one. Another reason why you might feel you've lost contact with your spirit team or even with your guides is because you are quite possibly in what's called the void. The void is a stage in the spiritual awakening process that sucks. (laughs) I've been in the void for going on two years now. It's getting better, but initially it was horrible. Sometimes it still is. The void is pretty much what it sounds like. You have lost, like, it's not even you have lost contact. Contact has been cut off from you. And it's been cut off from you for a reason. Now, before I dive into the void, I'm not going to go into it too much because honestly, there's a teacher, there's a couple of teachers out there who explain the void way better than I can. I'm going to leave a link in the episode deep dive on the void on another episode or podcast episode that discusses what the void is and how to navigate through it. It's incredible. Again, I can't do it better. So I will leave that as a resource for you guys. But what I will say about the void is the void usually comes after we experience some sort of an awakening and all of a sudden everything's beautiful. We have contacts with our spirit guides and angels and past loved ones like on a daily basis. Things just make sense. Things are falling into our lap. Things are spiraling into this beautiful bliss of spirituality. And then all of a sudden it like, it's like crickets. It's like it all stops and it's literally like cut off from you. (laughs) And you're like, why, why did it stop? This was so beautiful. What happened? And it's just like you, you know, you ask those questions and still all you get is crickets. So I've been in the void. I just mentioned for two years, two years. Yeah. It's frustrating. Like you get really frustrated and angry a little bit agitated. There is also a phase you go through where you feel like you did something wrong. You know, you're like, I must have done something wrong. I must have offended my guides. I must, whatever. You just start making up stories in your head because you're just trying to make sense of what's going on. But what's going on when you enter the void is you are reconnecting to your intuition. You're learning to trust yourself and you're learning to uncover yourself and rely on yourself and your gifts that you bring to this world like alone. Our guides are a tool. They are a wonderful resource that we can tap into at any time, any place, anywhere. And I don't mean any 
belittling of them when I say this, but they are just that. They are a resource. They are a tool. They cannot be our backbone. They We cannot run to them every time something bad happens, every time we're unsure of something. It's kind of like, you know, when I started learning tarot, And every time I had a question about something, I would just like do my tarot card or using pendulums, you know, it's like, is this a yes? Is this a no? What's going to go on here? What's happening? Um, Using crystals are another example of this. You know, if I feel the need to grab onto a crystal to protect myself or to heal myself or to receive guidance from something you know, that's okay to do like every now and again. But if you, if you're using this as a crutch, your cards, your guides, your crystals, another psychic, another medium, another healer, if you find yourself, you know, gravitating towards someone a lot to help you through and answer questions, it's not coming from you and it's not coming from your intuition. And you're not like digging deep into yourself to self-actualize and to become the powerful human being that you are. And so the whole purpose of the void in the spiritual stages is to help you self-actualize. It's to help you become more intuitive, more grounded, more self-assured, more self-trusting, more self-healing. It literally is like the womb. Um, One of my spiritual teachers that I follow, her name is Christina Lopes. I refer to her often in my episodes. She describes the void as the cocoon for the butterfly, right? So you are a caterpillar and then you turn into a butterfly. (laughs) The void is that stage of transformation. And she basically explains that if caterpillars decided that they didn't want to go into the cocoon and go into a state of darkness and transformation, we wouldn't have any butterflies. And it is, you know, a profound way of putting it because it's absolutely true. The void is necessary. It sucks. It's not scary anymore because again, you've reached a point uh, where nothing can really shake you from what you know to be true. But it's, you know, it's a part of your transformation journey and we don't like it because It means that things get quiet, things slow down, we spend a lot of time alone, Um, there's not really anyone that we can go to and talk to about what we're going through. I mean, maybe there is, but there's no one who's going to speed up the process, there's no one who is going to make it better, (laughs) Um, and it can take a long time depending on how gracefully we connect to the void. (laughs) And it's not, you know, a bad thing. It's not something to judge yourself on. If you're in the void for a long time, it's okay. It just means that you've got a lot to work through. You are going through a lot of change, transformation, healing. You're learning to trust yourself again. You're learning who you are again. That takes a lot of time. Think of your adolescence or even your childhood. Think of how long it took you to figure out the person you were before your spiritual awakening. (laughs) And then all of a sudden you completely change. So the void is, it's not something to judge yourself on. If you are also in the void and you've been in the void for a years or more, like I have, it's okay. 
it doesn't make you any less spiritual than anyone else or any less important or whatever it is that's going on in your head. So again, I'm going to link that episode from Christina to the episode deep dive. So if you guys don't know, I do have like many blog posts that go along with every one of my episodes. And a lot of time in those blog posts, I will leave videos to different podcast episodes or even different YouTube videos that are related to the topic at hand that are I find very helpful. I link them there because they were super helpful for me at one point and still are. Um, but you guys, you can find the episode deep dive in the episode description. I will say, however, I know I just said before, we are not meant to rely on tools and resources as a crutch when it comes to talking and communicating with our guides, using tarot cards, using pendulums, using crystals. But one of the things that has helped me a lot during my disconnection phase is tarot. Again, I don't use them every day. I don't use them for every situation. I don't rely on them. I try not to. I try to catch myself when I find myself um, navigating towards the tarot deck, like every time I have a question about something. But tarot can actually be very, very helpful. Another thing that comes to mind here while I'm on the topic is when I first started my awakening phase, there were so many synchronicities that would come through from like my phone, like notifications through my phone. I was following, um, one of those like spiritual apps, those spirituality apps or moon apps. I'm trying to remember the name of it. Oh, it was called CoStar. So CoStar is an application where you basically put in your like birth date and time, and it does run a natal chart for you, like an astrology chart. And that app can be you know, crazy accurate at times. And because of that, I think it can be like super addicting. And I remember as time went on and I started to get closer and closer to, uh, I guess the void is what I'm just going to refer to it as. I definitely was given a lot of like intuitive messages to turn off those notifications and I'm even logged out of that app right now and I can't I can't even seem to log back in and there's got to be a reason for it. Like I literally can't even log into that app. Isn't that hilarious? So when the void when the time comes for you to enter the void, there will be signs and messages that say, "Hey, quiet time is coming and we're going to need to start to let some of these things go." And they might even be let go for you. So do accept that. Do acknowledge it. Do take it seriously. Um, The whole point of becoming more awake and spiritual is, is really, it's to connect to yourself. It's to get to know who you really are and what you're capable of and, you know, your intuition and your inner wisdom and your knowledge And when we have things that are constantly in our face, kind of telling us the way things are and why and who we are and why, it really takes a lot of that self-exploration and journey out of the equation. And our guides and higher self will put an end to that when they know that the time is right. The main points here that I do just want to go back to is that our intention of what we want to get out of a spiritual connection 
to a guide, to a spirit that's crossed over, to another person. Our intention is key when we feel like we've lost contact with our spirit team. So, you know, if you kind of feel like maybe you're not quite in the void, but you are in a place where you've lost a lot of that clarity in your connection, just make sure your intentions are there. Make sure it's very clear what you're trying to accomplish when it comes to receiving a message or receiving whatever it is you want to get from the spirit world. Um, Also, too, check your emotional state. Are you afraid? Are you mistrusting? Is there some sort of block you maybe have put up because you know you are scared or you are unsure of the spirit that's trying to connect with you or something like that? You know, just do check that as well because sometimes we block ourselves and we don't even know it. Sometimes we block ourselves and we we know why. Speaking along the lines of blocks, so I did mention earlier in the episode that. The ways that guidance is going to come through to us comes through the higher chakra centers, the throat chakra, third eye chakra, and the crown chakra. It also comes through our intuition as well. That's probably the number one way we receive guidance, especially from the higher self. But I'm talking about the clairs here, so I should specify if you are a developing psychic or medium and you're trying to strengthen your clairs, specifically your clairaudience or clairvoyance, which are ways that we receive a lot of messages from the spirit world. If you can tap into your throat chakra and do some exercises that open up the throat chakra, which is going to help you with clairaudience and open up the uh, third eye chakra, which of course is going to help you with clairvoyance. Um, Those two chakras in particular are pretty they're pretty magical when it comes to like finally making a connection to the spirit realm. And if you're someone who is maybe just not into like those psychic gifts, but you're totally into receiving guidance from your spirit guides because we all have them and we all can tap into them, but you feel like there might be some sort of a block or maybe something going on, um, yeah, like emotionally or even potentially energetically. I did record an episode a couple of weeks ago. It's called chakra clearings and energy blocks and I will leave a link to that in my episode deep dive as well and that one dives into a little bit more of how we block ourselves off from the spirit world emotionally and energetically not in a psychic way but more so in the sense of the things that happen to us day in and day out and um, emotional baggage that we have that does block us from our guidance And with that, I'm going to leave it here. So you guys, thanks again so much for joining me on another episode. It's always good to have you. If you are someone who is in a spiritual awakening and you think you might be in the void, reach out to me. Let me know. Share your story. It's always good to connect with people who are going through similar things. You can find me um, through the episode description box. There's a way to contact me there. You can also find me on Instagram at Energy Medium. And with that, you guys have a great day. I'll see you in the next one.